If any of you recognize that, that's actually uh, a song called Serious by the Alan Parsons Project. But it also was the big theme of the 90s Chicago Bulls. So, here on Keeping It Real with Alexander Garrett, why would I reference the Bulls? Because our beloved Wall Street Bull has a hole in it. I, uh... I want to start with this because I just found this extremely upsetting to roll a blade past in downtown Manhattan. Our beloved Wall Street bull, not just our beloved bull, but America's beloved Wall Street bull. If you don't know the bull market versus the bear market, the bull market means prices are going up. The economy's humming. We're prospering. The bull, the Wall Street bull is a sign and a a symbol of economic prosperity for America. But there's a fringe group that doesn't like the bull that wanted to throw red blood and paint at it like a bloody thing bloodying up the bull. 93 people arrested at a protest for defacing the bull. We had a guy take a banjo to the bull nearly two months ago. And for the first time that I can remember... Our beloved icon, the Wall Street Bull, as you can tell on my Instagram, Alex G in NYC, Alex G in NYC, on my Facebook, on my Twitter, on my Instagram, has a huge hole in it, or had one as of yesterday. And they were working to repair the hole. But what I saw yesterday prove that there is a fringe group that hates capitalism. There's a fringe group that hates economic prosperity for America. There's a fringe group in New York City that hates American success. You know why? Because they put a hole through the bull next to its right horn. You might think, but there's other problems in the world, like Turkey and Syria, like, I don't know, Obamacare stuff still going on. Uh, uh, There's still stuff going on in the world, like, oh my gosh, the Ukraine story, the impeachment story, why aren't you coming that? Because in our hometown, that experience I had was very, very upsetting. Because it took a mayor that said socialism's not a bad word. It takes a mayor that marches with high school kids up Broadway to protest the climate deniers. It takes a mayor like Bill de Blasio to see an icon get wrecked. It takes an ideology, and it takes me seeing that wreckage to realize there's an ideology that's taken over New York. I don't know quite how to fight it, but I'd love to fight it. Wouldn't you? If you're pro-capitalism, if you're pro-economic prosperity, if you're pro growth, wouldn't you want to take on that ideology that has now inflicted New York with AOC included? I think you would. I think you would. And so, if de Blasio really cares about our icons, really cares about New Yorkers, really cares about the city, he takes those vandals that put the gash, the hole in the bowl, in jail. And then there's another thing. What if a lot of this protest, Occupy Wall Street, other things, what if these protests 
were based on a bit of a lie, or a big lie, I should say. Because Rand Paul actually talked about the one percenters and how they contribute to this economy here in America. So we've taken the poor off of the rolls. They don't pay income tax anymore. Most people below $50,000 don't pay any income tax. The top 1% in our country pay 40%. Our audience says that's not true. Well, the IRS statistics say that the top 1% in our country pay 40% of the income tax and that those making less than $50,000... Donald Trump doesn't pay any income tax. Let me ask you this. So that's on The View. He's getting pushback um, simply for saying this line. So we've taken the poor off of the rolls. They don't pay income tax anymore. Most people below $50,000 don't pay any income tax. The top 1% in our country pay 40%. Our and so they go on, well, the audience disagrees. But here's an interesting thing for you. The day after I see this hole in the bowl, I see this story. Because remember that what the hole in the bowl signifies is that we hate economic prosperity in America. We hate the 1%. We hate what this bowl stands for here in this beautiful country. But would you hate it if I told you that federal income taxes, the Joint Committee on Taxation, which is the official arbiter of tax analysis for Congress, says that groups, middle class income taxpayers uh, that below $50,000 paid a negative average share of the income burden, which according to PolitiFact means that on the whole, families in the income groups got deductions and credits that reduced their family income tax liability below zero. Actually means that the Trump tax cuts are working. Secondly, the tax burden shouldered by the one per t- top 1.2% of tax filers earning above 500000 or more footed 51.5% of the nation's individual income tax bill. So what, what Occupy Wall Street's been feeding you, the general public, the moderates, is bull. At that note, as far as income tax goes. Are there greedy CEOs? Are there CEOs that actually uh, just are bad for business? Sure. But what they're saying is the 1% is bad. There needs to be a hole in the 1%. That's what that signifies when I, when I think about the bowl. But when you see that 51.5% of the nation's individual income tax bill is paid by the 1.2%ers, the 1%ers, it's a big gash in the argument that these fringists want to use to make a gash in the bowl. See where I'm getting at there? Now, according to the political fact, they went on that payroll and excise taxes, uh, as far as they go, payroll taxes especially, Joint Committee on Taxation found that those earning less than 50000 paid 4.3% of all federal taxes 
when it comes to payroll and excise. Americans earning more than 500000 their share of the tax burden declines to 30.7%. Once you add in, but they're still paying... A decent amount. So when when you when you go and bash a banjo against this Wall Street bull, when you go in and red paint it, just remember that The the 1% is paying its share. And that should be a bigger gash in your argument when you decide to put more gashes in our beautiful bull. And this leads me to another point. Okay, here on Keeping It With Alexander Garrett. This leads me to another point. We may not see arrests for the guys that put the whore, the, the bull the hole in the bull's horn, next to the horn. Just like we may not see accountability for the Rikers plan. See, Rikers Island is scheduled to close in 2026. And if you think this mayor gives a crud about lawfulness, I don't think he does. Or he would have worked to improve the relationships between corrections officers and inmates. He would have done some things differently when inmates and corrections officers do fight. There are assaults going on. Instead, his main focus is to get rid of Rikers altogether and put these criminals on four different sites throughout the city. City Council just voted for this to happen. Now, of course, Mayor de Blasio was asked whether there was a deal behind this to get that sold, real estate sold out there on Rikers Island. He said no, but remember, he also said no when he said he wouldn't run for president in the 2017 mayoral election. How did that promise work out? It didn't. How would the promise of him saying, no, no real estate deals right now work out? Yet to be told, but come on. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, three, four, five times, Mayor Bill, shame on you. And if there is a deal in the works, we ought to know about it before 2026. If there is a deal in the works, we ought to know about it before you're out of office. So we can jail you for the corruption that you continue to do behind the scenes. You guys listening might want to put a tinfoil hat on me. Go ahead. But I'm coming in here on Kimberly with Alexander Garrett, fired up. Because I don't believe that our streets should be rampant with violent criminals. And that's what Rikers has. And the funniest thing of all this is there's a sector that doesn't want any jails. They don't even want no new jails. So where would we put the criminals? Back on the streets? Honorable Jonathan Lipton was booed at a city council hearing because he simply said we should still have jails because closing Rikers without jails isn't a viable option. He's right. 
but there's a sector that showed its face last week and said, no, we want no new jails. We want Rikers closed. You don't want any incarceration? You want complete chaos on our streets? Because you'll get it. Believe me, you will get it. Four sites in our neighborhoods. And they won't be held accountable if something goes wrong. Heck, they're being released if something goes, if they do something wrong. We can't have that. So, just a week after, lawlessness is pretty much okayed in city council to close Rikers. Sure enough, lawlessness continues with the vandalism of our beautiful Wall Street bull. I can't take this bull, you know what, anymore. Can you? Can you on Kimberly Alexander Garrett? I don't think you can. I don't think we should. And we won't. Through this podcast, I don't plan on, on shutting up. I plan on talking about things as they come up. But amazing, a day after this find of the Wall Street bull having a hole in it, We get um, we get this gem from Rand Paul on the View just last week. We've taken the poor off of the rolls. They don't pay income tax anymore. Most people below fifty thousand dollars don't pay any income tax. The top one percent in our country pay forty percent. Our audience. Our audience says that's not true. Well. The IRS statistics say that the top one percent in our country pay forty percent pay 40% of the income tax and that those making less than $50,000 Donald Trump doesn't pay any and then they go on and say Trump and this and the other but he's right 50% they pay so let's put the gash where it should be which is in the Occupy Wall Street argument and let's still weed out the corrupt CEOs sure but let's not gash up the Wall Street bull, just because people out there hate social, uh, hate capitalism, want socialism, hate economic prosperity, want everybody on the same level. Because then that will really put a deeper, hurtful gash on regular Americans like you and me, trying to get to where we're going on a daily basis in this life God gives us. I'm Alexander Garrett. Fire it up today here on Spreaker.com and elsewhere, wherever you're listening. Alex.Garrett, G-A-R-R-E-T-T-21 at Yahoo.com. Alex.G-A-R-R-E-T-T-21 at Yahoo.com. And AlexG in NYC on Instagram and Twitter. Have a great day.